Drew, very funny comedian. People will probably know you from one of two things, even though you've done a lot of things. I would guess that people either know you from America's Got Talent, where you finished second, right? Mm -hmm. Or your enormous YouTube and Facebook, which is how people know me and yours is about three times the size of mine. So people probably know you three times as much <laughs> well. than they know me. <laughs> but am I right? Those no. are like two things that you probably get recognized First, from the most. Um, I yeah yeah. I mean, I guess I guess so. Those are yeah. That was uh, uh, uh I'm, I'm glad the way that list ended up. Yeah, uh, it, it could have been anything, but um, uh, yeah, I guess so. That was uh, I did I did America's Got Talent in I think two uh, two uh, thousand. 15 and then ever since I've just been kind of doing videos same same thing that you've been kind of doing just grinding and out with the videos man yeah but it's it's great because it lets you be independent yeah of course of course it, it's something where like no one you're not waiting on anyone's decision for whether or not you get to put another video out yeah it's so nice it's just it's it's it, you have complete creative control you've got uh you have the you you control the direction of it you control the way it it it, it is um consumed I guess and the way it looks and then you really there's no time that it does or doesn't have to be out there you know what I mean there's yeah. ur, there's the, the only urgency is on your own time length so it doesn't matter do you have a regular schedule that you put stuff out or is it just kind of when you can it's uh it, it it's not so m I've 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 trying to give a little bit of leeway to my schedule sometimes, but I'm pretty rigid about when I upload. I'll upload on Mondays and Thursdays. It used to be a lot a, a lot more videos that I did with my uh, with my dog, and then uh, I kind of um, moved away from like a vlog format and went more into like just more stand up, which is almost where I wanted to be all along anyway. So yeah. For me, I was almost leaning so heavy on, oh, well, I have a dog. I have a format that people where people love the dog, and you got to keep that going. But I was so just uh, creatively like depraved and stagnant, and I, 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 I was just more than anything unhappy in doing it because then a lot of people were – you know, maybe coming to shows and, 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 and thinking that it was like a variety act thing or like that it was... <laughs> that, like, how come your dog's yeah, out of the show? Yeah, 10 minutes into my, into my, into whatever joke I'm doing, someone's saying, where's your dog? Or yeah. So, so and there's still a mix of that and there's a healthy mix, I think, too, because that's, you know, uh, she's the whole reason for why the infrastructure of my YouTube could channel could exist anyway. Um, but uh, to be able to move more towards like stand up and stuff like that, I mean, it's just made me uh, in infinitely uh, uh, happier in the end. So, did she take getting fired well? Yeah, well, you know, she got a real long severance because she was never really uh, contributing at all anyway. So, <laughs> um, yeah, but she yeah. still, you still pay for her housing. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you yeah, still no shit. all meals, room and board forever. Yeah. So. Yeah, she's she's doing better than 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 a lot of people in North Hollywood. But yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah. now it's I've actually I've kind of gone the other way with my channel where at first it was a hundred percent stand up, mm. and then I was like I kind of want to do something not just this, and also I was reliant on happening to capture things. Yeah, where you know now if I do a vlog every so often, if I do a format, I do this thing ad lib battles, like I do mm -hmm. a couple other things. But I also don't do too many of them. It's like I do those once a month or so, yeah. and I upload every other day. And, and people like those. Yeah, it's but they never they never like them as much as the stand up because that's what they originally came there for. Right. Every now and then I'll have a I'll have a vlog that does really well, but it's whatever people get used to. 
yeah. is what they want because yeah. that's what they came for. Even the podcast. Yeah. Like the podcast is slowly, steadily growing. Mm-hmm. Every episode, every single episode has had more listeners than the one before. That's great. But compared to my numbers of like a two minute ad lib in Topeka, <laughs> you know, that'll <laughs> blow it the hell out of the water. And meanwhile, it's for the audio listeners, by the way, you can't tell Drew's laughing right now. He's just laughing very, <laughs> very silently. But that is, that's what it is. That's what people come to see. So, and and even the, like the heckler clips get way more views than the non-heckler clips. Yeah. Which I'm, you're familiar with. Yeah, yeah. Which is also just a thing that, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, 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 I've, know, I, I've known, you know, the, your videos to, to, to have that as well. And there is just a sense of uh, I don't know. I guess I think the stakes are so much higher when there's when there's some when there's a, a, a heckler or there's a conflict yeah. or there, something. There's like that. also catharsis yeah. because people want to see someone who deserves something to get it. Right. Right. Whether that is deserving a good thing or deserving a bad thing. Right. Whatever that person deserves. But I get all the time. We have a lot of crossover in our fan base. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All the time, people will write something to me like, "Oh." You should you should look up this comic Drew Lynch. <laughs> yeah, you should too. and I'm like, yeah, I've known him for a decade. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. like I don't know how long we've known each other, but I feel like it's probably somewhere between 5 and 10 years. Yeah. I think uh well, I've been doing I've been doing stand up for about 8, so probably around 7. Yeah, cuz it was I think it was pretty so. early on. I think I think I may have met you at Flappers. Yeah. You know, I used to work the the, the door there. So yeah. So that was kind of where my, I mean, that was kind of my home for a little bit. But it's the yeah, same so for I've me. Pr- I probably ignored you. Yeah. And then eventually realized you were a comic and then started it. talking to you. No, no. <laughs> uh, you still ignore me a lot. Um, no, that's, you know what? I apologize. <laughs> no. Uh, I, there are a number of people that will come up to me after, after shows and they say, I watch your videos. I watch Steve Hofstetter's videos. You guys are just great. That's so, awesome. So, yeah, it's a, it's a, it is m- m- mutual. Well, let's talk, although three times as many for you, but let's talk about, so, um, no, but you did a, you did a, a very impressive thing where you finished second on America's Got Talent and sometimes people have a big reality splash and then it just kind of goes away. Yeah. The attention fades. You turn those, you turn that attention into real fans by producing content. Right. Was there a conscious decision to do that, or was it just? It was all that was arbitrary. That was just fortuitous, almost, because I had started to do more video content in in 2015, which was incidentally the same year that I had auditioned. So the by the I had started in January. I bought all this equipment. I bought like cameras. I I didn't know how to edit, but I bought the software. That way, I would, uh, I would come. I would force myself to learn it by like an in, in like an inverse kind of uh it's like buying a gym membership before yeah. you go to the gym yeah <laughs> that's exactly like, right. well now i have to go yeah exactly exactly so i kind of did that and then that was where i was trying to really get my foot into a a, a, a format and also try to like uh put something out in just like the you know just a video that wasn't stand up just to have something else you know what i mean so many comics as you know uh, around LA, they're they're just like well, I just, I just, I just want to do stand up. You know what I mean? And they're not maybe expanding like you're expanding to a lot of different way uh, places right now. Yeah. 
So, you know, for me, that was what I just didn't, I didn't want it to run dry and I didn't want it to be thin. I wanted to have maybe some, some something else that I could uh, do. Um, and that was when I started to do like little vlogs with, with, with my dog. And um, by the time I had come to audition on, on, on AGT and by the time it had aired, there had already been like a, a little bit of a backlog as far as the videos that I had done up to that point. Which is great because then people will see the show, mm-hmm. they'll look you up, they'll find other content. And then you have, you know, going viral, it's always a snowball down a hill. Mm -hmm. And the bigger snowball you can start with, the more likely you're going to actually gain something. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, so that was kind of, I was just, it was just, I think just lucky in that there was a whole backlog of content for people to go to to go visit and, um, and, and decide that they hate. And... (laughs) And uh, well, you know what? Probably some of the same people hate me too. So <laughs> we have an overlap there as well. Um, and uh, yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a thing that um, like I think after AGT got done, my season it, I had maybe well I started before the season I had started maybe with uh, I don't know maybe a thousand maybe eleven hundred subscribers, um, and then after the show was done. Uh, was about eighty thousand or something. Wow, or something around there. I mean, that's basically in one season of that show. You did what I think was basically the first ten years of my YouTube show. Really? Yeah. It took. It takes so long to get to that tipping point. It's like interest, right? In a yeah. bank. It's just it takes so long to get there, and then hopefully it kind of uh, starts to accumulate. In right, a more but exponential if you have way. one splash, mm-hmm. the same way that like I had 95,000 my first uh, about 10 years. Wow. And then one video in three days got me another 40,000. Yeah. And that's yeah. kind of how it happens. Once you have a base, it's way easier to to develop. But one thing that you were saying about you know a lot of comics who say, oh, I just want to do stand-up, Whatever it is, the, I actually find I find a lot of comics who want to do other things but don't. Yeah, and it's amazing to me that people can see what I've done on YouTube, what you've done on YouTube, what Josh Wolf has done on YouTube, mm-hmm. and not understand that that is the ticket to freedom. Yeah, the idea of creating your own content and understanding that at first no one's going to watch it. Yeah, at first it's going to yeah. take some time, but like how. When you go on the road, mm-hmm. you're confident that you're going to draw, right? I mean, I'm never con- I'm <laughs> still. I'm never got co- co- confident. No, I. But I, I, I would like to be hopeful for 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 it. Yeah. Okay, on a Saturday night. Okay. Wh- what is what percentage? Am I, am I in Topeka or no? Uh, you're wherever you are. It doesn't <laughs> matter. If big city, small city, it doesn't okay. matter. Okay. On a typical Saturday night, what percentage of that club is filled? Yeah, I would say a good percentage of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's something where whether it's summer or not, because right, right, so right. many times you know you go to a club and they're like, well, you know, this one week in August for some reason nobody comes here. Yeah. Or if you go to like a small town, they'll be like, well, Jim's having a party, so you know, <laughs> everybody's over there. Um, you should have played at at Jim's party. Absolutely, you should have yeah. played at Jim's party. No, Jim doesn't pay, but <laughs> the nachos are great. <laughs> so <laughs> the but the idea of being able to sell your own tickets is it is freedom. Yeah. It is absolute freedom when it comes to being an artist because you can decide where you want to play, when you want to play, etc. Mm-hmm. And the the way to do that is to not wait on industry, which is why like guys like you and Josh like I I mean, I like you as people anyway, 
but I very much respect what you do because mm-hmm. you understand that this is how you become a draw. You don't do one Tonight Show and get famous anymore. Yeah. You know, you do a thousand videos. Yeah. <laughs> and then that adds up. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I want to talk about enough about your success. <laughs> Let's talk about your failure, though. Sure. Yeah. All um, right. Well, the road up. Tell me about it. Wow, man. Man, when you when you were telling me about this concept, I was just like, man, I've just had so so many failures. I mean, just so like, there's not one that really like sticks out to me more than the other. But I mean, I I, I guess I would say, um, I I had auditioned for um, NBC Diversity uh, in 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 like. I don't know however many years ago it was my it was like maybe I was maybe a year into stand up I had really no business being, being being doing it and I still have no business in 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 doing it the only thing that makes me somewhat diverse is you know my stutter or speech or whatever so but, for me yeah. but before we get there let's yeah. talk a little bit about what NBC diversity is oh okay yeah <laughs> because <laughs> what it is now and what it started as are two different things gotcha because what it started as um, it was the first or second year of it it was just a college tour. Hmm. Originally, you know, and and that would be a farm system for NBC to find talent. But there was one year because my college agent also repped the tour. So, you know, we'd be in the same booth. And there was one year where the NBC, it was called NBC Standard for Diversity. Yeah, yeah. And there was one year where I think it's 14 comics and 13 of them were black men. Wow. And I was like, I don't think you're getting diversity here. Mm-hmm. You're getting non-white, absolutely. Yeah, right, right. But you, I don't think you understand what diverse is. Diverse is different backgrounds, different, you know, different points of view, different, you know, etc. Mm-hmm. Like at least put more than one woman on it. Right. Like right. if you're really trying to find diversity, you need different voices. Diversity doesn't just mean black; it also means, you know, someone could be Chinese or someone could be mm-hmm. Indian or someone could be. And look, if you're trying to say, all right, our lineup is way too white. We want different voices because we want everybody to feel represented, and that's a whole right. other conversation. Um, but if you're actively looking to find to have everybody represented, mm. I think you do fit in on that hmm. because you're not a you know the standard act mm-hmm. because you are you are someone who has overcome a very difficult thing to speak for a living. Right. You have a significant speech impediment, and yet you speak for a living. And that is something that I'm sure empowers a ton of people. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that even more people come up to you and say something like, thank you for doing what you're doing mm-hmm. because it's something I couldn't do or it emboldened me to do something like that. Even more people say that to you than say, oh, I also watched Steve Hofstetter's channel. Mm-hmm. So you probably hear that way more often. Am I, I mean, correct? I, I mean, I hear, I, 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 hear, I hear them both. You're, 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 you undersell yourself, but yes, I hear them, <laughs> I hear them both. I hear them both, but yeah, that is that is a, that is definitely a thing that I don't like. I don't like to lean on, but if that's a thing that m- m- moves people or that's what they take from it, then I can't. I can't. I can't be the one to say. You know, I can't be the one to say how whatever impacts them is uh, what, what was what was my intention. You know, in the first place. Well, but. sure, and I've also never seen you lean on it. You actually did one of the funniest things I've seen anyone do ad lib wise. Um, we were at the Laugh Factory, and you followed a comic who has, uh, I believe, multiple sclerosis. And you went on, and your opening was 
because you know obviously you address your stutter but your opening was something to the effect of i know you guys are like this seems like i'm not actually doing this it seems like i watched his set and was like oh god i need a thing (laughs) and it was just such a funny way to call attention to the elephant in the room and it was i mean it was brilliant and then you had him you know instantly from that yeah it's yeah it's 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 hard especially just because when you you know there especially because over the years comics have sometimes sometimes comics will like pick a, like a, sh- a shtick or something or I mean I, we've evolved from that a lot I think in stand-up but uh, the, the, in, t- in teaching the audience they're so good at being able to figure out what's true and what's honest and some comics will milk a thing that isn't and some comics will you know what I mean like I've seen comics who like I've gone up after comics who they'll put like like their arm in their shirt or whatever and then do like an amputee joke for like eight minutes and then I have to go on stage and somehow are you serious yeah I mean it's it's I've it, seen a lot of garbage I've never yeah. seen that yeah I mean it's 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 definitely a thing that like I have, have have a difficult time or have had had a difficult time combating in trying to come up because it's it's a difficult thing i already come with a caveat as as a performer anyway to be like hey this is the way i talk but i don't, I don't i'll make maybe a joke about it but i i really have other th- things i'm trying to get to right <laughs> so that was that was uh yeah that's happened a number of times but i but i, I but yeah i definitely i appreciate that but anyway um, so stand up for diversity yeah, yeah. So, and yeah, we're gonna get to the, the story yeah. after this break Welcome back. Joined here, of course, with the very funny Drew Lynch, who was telling us about uh, failing at diversity. <laughs> what what an intermission. Um, uh, so yeah, so I, it was in Phoenix, and it's in the it's in the, it's in the summertime, and basically there's just comics that flock to these audition locations. I think from all over the country. They've got they've got a few, and it changes every year. Yeah, it's gotten pretty big now. Yeah, 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 yeah. And at that time, like it was just I didn't have like the financial means to even like t- really to go by myself or anything so you go with a group you go with a, a bunch of comics so I oh, went like you load up in a car and just drive just out drive. to the desert yep yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. it's uh, it's like stand up Coachella yeah and um, <laughs> and just as annoying <laughs> yeah, yeah and uh, it was uh, it was a, a buddy of, two uh, a buddy of mine uh, his name's Ralph and then I had there were these two other comics who, no 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 uh, a, a comic I didn't know and uh, and then he, we stopped somewhere along the trip to pick up I think a girl that he was texting with or whatever uh yeah. So oh, please tell me just, he didn't even know her. Uh, he didn't know her well. I know that. I know just that. Just well enough for a car ride to Phoenix with a stranger. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. We knew. We all knew each other the same amount. Yeah. Um. So uh, I didn't know him. I don't think he knew her. Uh. And this friend who I kind of knew was in the back in, in in the back seat of this car that we're taking to Phoenix. And um, we get there. There is uh, a bunch of people who. I think that I think the implication is that there shouldn't be any. I mean, if I'm not talking, you have no you you, you have you have no idea why that what the what the grounds for me being there would be. You know what I right. mean? So there's a lot of like judgment up top, and uh, I totally understand that. And then me uh, going to do the audition, I can't even remember what it was that 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 I did. I think I had talked about my my softball injury and how and maybe made some silly I don't know whatever it, they didn't let me do the full minute uh 
Uh, and Ooh, so, getting cut before the minute. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, oh, but this punchline would have changed it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know you hated everything, but right now is you won't. But it was all set up though for this one great misdirection. The misdirection was that I was a comic that you didn't like, and in the end. I'm one you hated, yeah. um, and uh, oh man, that's so funny. And then uh, they cut me, and I uh, when they post the list, uh, what my, my my friend had made a callback, um, but the other the guy driving did not. But the girl he was texting final she, round, we made it. She's huge. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> um, and that girl, Rosie Perez. <laughs> And um, so I, we started. Uh, we, 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 when, when you don't make it, and someone else makes it, and you're all in the same vehicle, you can't leave the scene. Oh yeah, you're now around someone who's gonna audition again, and then here at a later time. So um, we waited for his audition, and then um, it just. I remember calling my mom afterwards. And uh, uh, this was so early in the stages of stand-up. This was still early in, uh, so soon after my softball injury where I had felt like I was I was just trying to barely, I was just like scraping the surface of like stand-up and I was directionless and I needed some form of tangible validation that this was my path. Yeah. And when that didn't happen, uh, when we all kind of piled into the car after my friend's callback, uh, uh, it was very quiet because you have this thing where someone got a thing and you didn't, yeah. and one of you is n- not a, <laughs> not a uh, not one of you's not a comic. And, and you're like, how do you say congratulations without it sounding like go fuck yourself? Yeah, and and I meant it. I meant I was happy for him. I was, uh, but I was also just so I wanted to be at least around people who could un who, but I just didn't know them, so they wouldn't empathize with that predicament, and also they were somewhat in the same predicament. So. Uh, on the way, on the drive back, before we dropped the girl off, I just started crying oh. in the back seat. Yeah, by yourself? Like, did they? Yeah, no one cried with me. I was. No, I just mean. I mean, like, is there a moment where they're sleeping, preoccupied? Like, no, no, no. no everyone was fully awake and staring out the windows, and uh, no one said like. Hey man, you're it's, right. Yeah, and it wasn't like, yeah, oh, man, this is so oh, that embarrassing. That's so human. This is so so embarrassing. That's why you're here, though. This I, is. I, I, I don't know if I'm nailing the theme of this podcast, but, not, but this is embarrassing. But that's why I don't think it's embarrassing because, like, now any one of those guys would beg to be on your YouTube channel. I guess, but it, it, I, it was uh, maybe not, and they can't look at me the same because it wasn't like it would be one thing if I committed to 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 to. to to crying where I was just like, oh man, that was tough, right guys, right? Or if, if I was even being acknowledging it, but it was like, it was like soft whimpers. Oh, you were like trying to, <laughs> trying to eat the tears? Oh, all right, I, I get what, it's a little embarrassing, I can taste it, but. <laughs> it's a lot embarrassing, don't. It's don't try to minimize it. De- it, it, de- it, was, it definitely is. Who? I mean, I could do it for you, it was like. <laughs> I like (laughs) oh god I I I have been there's a couple guys I tour with that have seen me through everything you know like they've been there through a lot of ups and downs and I don't even know if they've seen that (laughs) like I and I'm not saying there's no shame in crying at all but it's just a tough thing to be in 
with strangers. Yeah. Like I there's mean, a part there's a part of my act now where I where I, I'm you know telling the story about losing my dad and finding out as I'm walking into an airport and like crying in front of strangers in an airport and that's something where it's like I'm just walking by people and I also just lost my dad and I still felt oh god stop looking at me why are people you know yeah and so I can imagine that even though what you were going through was certainly not as painful as losing a parent mm-hmm. the the emotion of like I don't want to be crying right now but I am you know like that yeah. kind of thing yeah definitely not as painful as losing a parent but almost as painful as losing a child but I think. The, <laughs> the having to do that in front of people you barely know I mean look the drive to Phoenix is rough enough <laughs> I've taken that drive but happy drive and not back. enjoyed it <laughs> like you're crying you're looking around you're like we're only in Blythe <laughs> We have like three hours to go. This is horrible. Just cry, just cry and trying to look at the scenery. It's just like you're passing a Motel 6. But uh, but did you, from that, like when you got home or went to a rest stop or whatever the next thing was that allowed you to hit the reset button, hmm. like when was it that after that that you were like, all right, I'm getting my shit together. I had that moment and... I think it's uh, when did you stop feeling that? I think it's the next day. I think most people say like tw- like tw- like you know, or, or I think philosophers or whatever will say you know you give yourself like twenty minutes to take a rejection. But I think what it I think it's just the idea that you don't you don't dwell on something like that. Yeah. So the idea is or should be I think you take that day to process it and then you come back. You know what I mean? It's almost like sometimes that's where the advantage of doing so many sets around town is is just is just huge. I mean because. You can go do a show somewhere and then bomb so hard, and then to to stave off that that feeling, or before you can really even uh, uh, dwell in it, you 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 just move on. You know what I mean? It's the idea that an object will stay in motion. You know yeah. what I mean? And uh, uh, the, the I think the rejections at earlier in the stages of you starting out, or at least for me starting out, um, they're harder, but then they just get easier and easier and easier, and then. You almost you, you almost come to expect them, and I think that was where that lesson came from. Is I don't know what I was expecting, but it wasn't something that I had visualized. It wasn't a thing that I had visualized as going negatively. It was a thing that I saw, and I was like, oh, well, I'm I'll, I'll, I'm going to show them what it is that I have, and this will be the thing. This is proof that this all this 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 all makes sense. It see, it all connects. You, and you want that, and you're a year in, and so what you have is nothing. Yeah, yeah. You have you did show them what you had. Yeah, and you, it was nothing. Yeah, I mean, it was you know, and 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 that's a that's a that's a harsh reality. That's a harsh rejection that is still that still stays with you. Uh, and you know, w- especially when you can't when you can't do anything about it. You know, when you feel stranded in a car with strangers, you already feel alone when you bomb. You you feel that much more alone when it's around people who maybe didn't bomb or 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 just don't know you well enough to console you. So. It was probably the next day. The next day, I just, I, I, I you know, I'd, you know, kind of thrown that to the side, and I, I, I went up, and you know, and that's another thing too, is, is when things don't go well, you get to talk about how they don't go well too. Yeah, I just love the idea that one of the other people in that car is the girl that that other guy barely knew, <laughs> and she's just like, yeah, I'll come to Phoenix with you. Why not? 
And then on the way home, there's just another guy he doesn't know just whimpering <laughs> in the back of the car. You know who tells this story better is that girl. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With that girl, this is her story. <laughs> this is her party story. Like, what you don't realize is when I ask you to, you know, come up with something about failing and you're like okay what do I choose I'm not sure if I asked her she's like oh I got I got the one instantly I got the one it wasn't my failure but it was yeah no no her failure the lesson she learned is like to not go to Phoenix with someone she barely knows that was her failure right there I just love that you your sadness was the biggest cock block this guy probably ever had <laughs> you, just, you just got cog blocked by whimpers. <laughs> this might be the hardest I've left on this show. Oh. Um, oh, but man, I is... mean, also, thank you for being willing to share that with us. It because, sucks, man. That, yeah, but that... the whole point of this show is that it does suck sometimes. And there are so many people. Look, there are people out there who are trying to pursue something that they suck at and it's never going to work out for them. And it's hard to figure out if you're that or if you're someone who's just getting knocked around a bit. Yeah. Because everyone gets knocked around a bit. Yeah. But the thing that I hope people take from this is that just because you got knocked around doesn't mean you're a failure. It just means that that thing didn't work out. It just means you're a crybaby. Yeah, it does. It means you're an absolute <laughs> crybaby. I didn't, cr so I didn't cry for, I used to cry all the time as a kid. And then when my parents got divorced, I was 15. And I basically, from the time I was 15 till the time my dad died, which was four years, almost five years ago now. Um, so for about 20 years, I may have cried a handful of times. And that included like, when my grandmother died, mm -hmm. it like it was it, there was like very few times I cried. It was a big deal if I cried. And then once my dad died, and I like cried a lot. Now I can't watch a sad commercial without crying, and I hate it. Really, I hate it. I hate my emotions. They're everywhere. Really, yeah. It was just one of these things where it just because the reason I stopped was basically like I was like, all right, time to man up. Yeah, you know, time to be an adult. Right. And like what I didn't realize is that like crying is perfectly find and a part of being an adult right but once i like let myself really really cry for basically a couple of days like it's just something that oh i cry all the time now wow you seem so Very much weird. more com 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 composed now i mean it may, it's probably much far healthier i appreciate you know that I mean? I mean i, I just I'm not... mean now versus you know a few years ago prior to your dad 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 passing oh so you're saying <laughs> that like me now is a it's a different S steve really that's interesting i think part of that I, and and I be I I don't mean I just mean you seem uh, I don't know if I don't know if poised is a good word to describe maybe someone who but I, that's that's what I feel I think is. I appreciate that and I would actually say it's probably independent of that I think it's right around that same time as when my career was taken off hmm. and so I think it's being less desperate. Uh, and being being less desperate, being more confident. Also, I got divorced and had to kind of find myself as a person. Yeah. So th there's a lot of shit that happened in a couple yeah. of years now that I'm thinking I'm going to start crying when I it's think about funny, this. It's funny, dude. It's funny. Like ever since I think since the, it's we've we, 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 the theme. If there's one in here is that you and I just trading places yeah. and, and things because I don't I don't cry. I can't cry at anything anymore. Yeah. I don't. It just doesn't. Because you just, just think of that happen. car ride, and you're oh, well, like, yeah, never I mean, again. Yeah, I mean, once the there's the falling action after the after yeah. the climax, but uh, <laughs> well, the uh, the other guys in the car actually don't even go into cars anymore. <laughs> That's what they've learned from it. All right, I hate that we have to wrap this up because I'm having oh, yeah, so much yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah. 
um, but we have to. This is this is the crossover episode that so many people have asked for on my channel. That's Just right. have, you know, whether, I mean, people, and people say ridiculous things sometimes. They're like, you and Drew should do a show together where people just heckle you. I'm like, that's not how it works. Yeah, yeah I don't know how. Like, encouraging people to heckle. Yeah. Is, I did a show at the Edinburgh Fringe where it's basically a show where they encourage the audience to heckle. Wow. Th- this year? Uh, last year. Mm-hmm. And uh, we all have like 10-minute spots, and about five minutes into my spot, no one was saying anything anymore because I came out swinging. Yeah, and I came yeah. out just being like, what the fuck <laughs> is wrong with you people that this is what you want? Yeah. Like, how little self-esteem do you have that you and I just – Went off on them for a while, and then they were to the whole kind of oh, okay. okay that's, that's, <laughs> like, up some good points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Because like that's not what it's supposed to be. No, like, and was... no one can see past the first five minutes of that atrocity of an idea. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's go. They just think just the thought, and then there's nothing past that. It's just well, I'm going to say the thing that I thought because I know it's right. There's no way it's an ace. This you guys should. You guys should heckle each other in a room where we're heckling you, and you and, and there's spears. And yeah. You know what I mean? There's there, there's no actual spine. The logistics yeah. of it yeah. is is tough. But I am very happy to have you on the podcast. I'm happy. You, I'm happy you had me. This is awesome, man. This yeah. is so great. And I will happily do other crossovers, whether it's a vlog or I still want to tour with you, man. Yeah. I think that would be super fun. Yeah. But now I know that uh, if if we're in a car together. <laughs> If you're upset, I'm going to give you a couple of minutes. I knew you would make me regret this story <laughs> I, so soon after I told you. <laughs> no, Drew, I, seriously, I think it takes, it's such, it is such a, a courageous thing to do to tell that story to a comic. <laughs> I've never told that. There's three people who knew. Yeah, everybody There's knows. three people. There's no, there's more than three people because that girl told yeah. everybody. That girl definitely told everybody. I'm actually crying, laughing right now. I have tears in my eyes for a different reason, but that's also because now I cry way more. Yeah. So, uh, which is not something I talk about a ton either. So, so at least funny. there's that. Uh, I'm actually, the last episode we did was an episode where I had Danny Jollis come and guest host. I love Danny. And yeah, me too. He was our, he was my first guest mm. and he came to guest host for the 20th episode and I did my failing. Oh it. man. Because so, I haven't done that. And I'm going to go been back and everybody listen, else. listen to that. Yeah, That'd absolutely. And just be like, I bet he cried, that son of a bitch. <laughs> um, Drew, please tell the people more about where they can find you. Sure. Just uh, the Drew Lynch on everything. The, um, Instagram and YouTube, Facebook. And then uh, you just type in my name or Steve's name into, yeah. <laughs> into YouTube. <laughs> and he'll come up in the sidebar. <laughs> but for real, uh, there are very few comics who utilize YouTube. Um, when the first time I was with uh, a YouTube network, they like sat me down and they're like, okay, we got to compare you to similar channels and see what they're doing right. And I was like, there isn't one. Yeah. I was like, there literally is not another comedian who's not a household name who has a YouTube channel. There are vloggers who do comedy occasionally, mm-hmm. but there's not an actual stand-up. There wasn't. Right. And now I'm so relieved that not only are there two others, you and Josh Wolf, mm-hmm. But you're both good people who I liked independently of that. And yeah. so I have absolutely no problem not only recommending your channel on a regular basis, but also here, if anybody is watching this or listening or whatever that somehow knows my stuff and doesn't know Drew's, which would be weird because you're in my sidebar all the time, uh, please go check out Drew's YouTube. Um, your blogs are wo- or your vlogs are wonderful. But also, I mean, you're super quick on your feet. 
that's Thanks, what people buddy. like about mine. So if you like mine, you'll love Drew's. Thanks, buddy. I, pray, yeah, I appreciate it. Absolutely. That. Thanks for coming on.